Hey guys, welcome back to Our Weird World, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weird communities and people that make our world the weird place it is. I'm Matt, here with my brother Lexi for episode two. What do we got today, Matthew? So today we're going to be... Ch- we're gonna be ch- <laughs> we're gonna be talking about Chuck Tingle, everyone's favorite gay erotica author. Oh yes, Chuck Tingle. Chuck Tingle. When I first heard the name, I thought there was gonna be some kind of weird like Zelda connection, like from uh, Wind Waker. There's a character called Tingle, and oh, he's like really creepy and weird. Is that like a little elf guy? Yeah, a little elf guy. I yeah. thought he was, I thought he was like some kind of weird Zelda cosplay or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this definitely is not about nope. Zelda. <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> what is it about then? so tell me who is this individual so chuck tingle is a author of gay niche erotica he self-publishes his work through amazon.com primarily as ebooks but also as paperbacks and audiobooks tingle began his career by writing dinosaur erotica and expanded (laughs) to stories (laughs) dinosaur erotica i can't get over that it just it sounds like what like five-year-olds would do like i like dinosaurs and i like and i like erotica (laughs) i like erotica so he began his career by writing dinosaur erotica and expanded to stories based on unicorns, Bigfoot, and various anthropomorphized objects and even concepts. Mainly butts. I don't think we're at the butt point yet. Oh, okay. So this, this is in the uh, the space butt raptor. Okay, <laughs> this is the early early Chuck Tingle. <laughs> when it's all about space raptor butt party. Space raptor. Well, they butts. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, maybe he did sort of hmm. Bigfoot in his balls and. All right. <laughs> and, his, just, and his haunted ball sack. Or so he's whatever. just a very strange individual. It says yeah. here, uh, Tingle presents himself as a Taekwondo grandmaster from Billings, Montana, who acquired a PhD in holistic massage at DeVry University, which does not offer such a degree. And has it been confirmed that he is a Taekwondo grandmaster? No. No. <laughs> no. It's just... He's uh, barely an author. I, th- I think Chuck Tingle is just a character that this man has yeah. created. And Chuck Tingle is a Taekwondo grandmaster. It, exactly. Because <laughs> when you see the stuff that he says, we'll talk about later, he did uh, a Reddit AMA. Oh, boy. And just the type of answers he gives, it it seems like he's a complete character. Yeah. But some of, some of them are pretty wholesome, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and his fan base is kind of the same, too. Because like, yeah. he has a legitimate fan base for butt raptor sex and like un- like unironic fans like yeah pe- people that don't just like him because he's funny people that are actually like into the erotica that he writes okay and it says here too um uh, so in 2016 a person presented as tingle's son john and identified as such by a statement from tingle's twitter account stated in a reddit ama that tingle is an autistic savant but also <laughs> suffers from schizophrenia <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah John stated that he edits his father's work for publication and provides day-to-day care for him. Oh, so his, so, so his, ma- maybe his, he's just, unless, <laughs> unless this is just a whole nother character in the Tingle mythos yeah, and the Tingle verse. Yeah. The Tingle verse, John Tingle. See, I don't even, yeah, I don't even it, know. It, there's not much we can confirm of that. Like, yeah, cause does, it's all, it's all a character. Yeah. Was that even his son who made, you said his son tweeted from his, from Chuck Tingle's Twitter account? No, Chuck tweeted from his saying that his son answered that stuff on his AMA. Oh, okay. Eh. <laughs> so was it really? Who knows? Yeah. Probably I have no not. Idea. Probably not. Honestly, it's probably just a whole character thing. Yeah. But yeah. Later in his career chuck tingle was uh shortlisted for a hugo award for best short story in the prestigious hugo awards for science fiction which are actually that is actually a big deal mm-hmm. in the in world of novels i'm yeah. not too familiar with award yeah. with novel awards yeah it's that, that's like the sci-fi awards cool cool yeah and we'll get into that a little bit later about how um so that was book space raptor butt invasion that was the one that was nominated was nominated for a hugo award <laughs> space raptor butt 
Invasion was nominated for a Hugo Award. Yeah. I'm guessing that it's not as cut and dry as it seems. There's a whole no, there's a whole level to this. Yeah, there really is. It's quite quite interesting actually. But before mm. we get into that, we've kind of talked a little bit about the titles of his work. Oh yes, very strange. So actually, before this episode airs, we recorded a segment of me just reading Alexi some of the titles of his books, and they're just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess we can edit that in now. Okay, so for this bit, I'm just going to show you a bunch of titles of Chuck Tingle's books and their synopsis, and I just want to get a reaction. We're going to record this before the actual full episode, because I want to get your genuine reactions to this, because it's, it's yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> All right. Lay it on me. Oh, okay. Boy, I'm ready. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think you're quite ready for this. I'm going to oh. start off, you know, a start. little, <laughs> you know, on the lesser side and yep. escalate a little bit. So here's the first one. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> it's called scary <laughs> I'm sorry. this is the first one scary stories to tingle your butt seven tales of gay terror <laughs> oh my god and, uh, let me remind you these are on amazon these are on amazon they're all on amazon oh my god i thought this was like just like this guy no, just had like a this blog guy's on, it's on amazon so oh my god Okay, so this is in the this is the synopsis. In the dead of night comes a terrifying scream, not of fear, but of hardcore gay passion between a man and the gay Bigfoot that haunts his balls. <laughs> oh, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, once we'll actually really get into it later. Right now, Alexi knows nothing about Chuck Tingle. No, and I just want to hear reactions to this. But I don't know if he, I, I really, oh my God, he is just something else. Wait, so a haunted, wait, a haunted, a, wait, a Bigfoot ghost that haunts his balls? <laughs> no, a gay Bigfoot. A gay Bigfoot. And the gay Bigfoot that haunts his balls. <laughs> the Bigfoot's alive, but he haunts his balls specific. Oh my God. Yeah. And there's seven it's, stories it's of this. It's hardcore gay passage between a man and the gay Bigfoot that haunts his balls. And there's seven stories of this. So he's in love with the Bigfoot in his balls. Oh, Okay. I thought I was like, yeah, like I don't know if he's in his balls or if he just haunts his. But he balls. haunts it. He comes around at night and goes ooh around like, his balls. But just his balls are scared. He's not scared. <laughs> he just gets haunted. Just oh, his balls, though. He God. doesn't actually know what's going on. Okay, there's a little bit underneath that says, "If your butt is already tingling as ferociously as ours, then this is the collection for you." Oh. Presenting Chuck Tingle's scary stories to tingle your butt, a seven book collection of the most bone chilling tales to ever harden your bone. <laughs> so with it's like it, gay with horror. It, <laughs> I, yeah, gay I horror erotica <laughs> within you will find the following masterworks of modern literature bigfoot pirates haunt my balls okay. vampire knights bus pounds my butt angry man pounded by the fear of his oh, i can't even this is one title <laughs> no i think that's seven but it doesn't separate them so i don't know where one begins in the next oh, one stops. okay <laughs> so this is book one that's book one this is i guess on the lesser side of his books yeah well, is your butt tingled yet Dude, my butt's always tingling. Well, well, you should probably see someone about that. Okay. <laughs> Here's the next one. It's called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. <laughs> oh, my God. This, I, this is his most famous book, I believe. Okay. Does it actually say, like, how many copies it sold or it's amazon it doesn't say that. oh that's right yeah that's right that's so here's right. the synopsis it says kirk is a scientific researcher on the leading edge of cloning technology oh <laughs> but his team has reached a standstill in an effort to stabilize rapid clone growth researchers <laughs> have been taking dna from various parts of their bodies and combining it with small amounts of animal dna 
But when the scientists combined samples from Kirk's butt, brain, and a hawk, <laughs> the resulting effect is a handsome living ass who immediately sweeps Kirk off his feet over a candle at dinner for two. <laughs> oh my God. Kirk has finally found a lover that truly understands him at his very core. Oh, his own gay ass. <laughs> this epic tale is 4,000 words of sizzling human on gay ass action. Including anal blowjobs, rough sex, cream pies, and a sentient and sentient butt love. <laughs> sentient butt love. Oh my. And a hawk. <laughs> and a, I don't know. Well, I the butt has wings. Oh, is this supposed to be like? This is this supposed to be like comedy? Like this has to be have like a humorous side I, to it. We'll get into it probably in the episode. Yeah. Besides, you know, this part, but I really am not sure. But see, the the cover for this book is a guy with his hands up against the wall, shirtless, and then there's a butt. I guess his own butt with wings behind him. <laughs> Here, I'll show you. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, it sounds like all like stock stock photos. Well, yeah, he's probably just some amateur. Well, yeah, he's um, not an amateur at this point. No, I mean he has to have sold at least one copy. He has sold a many. Oh, he's won awards, which we'll get into later. It gets okay. it gets deep. Oh okay. boy! <laughs> yeah, pounded in the butt by my own butt. Pounded in the only on amazon okay here's the next one <laughs> i have an the first two i knew or actually no pounded in the butt by my own butt i knew that one so it's not that surprising to me but, but i haven't seen really much of the rest of them oh boy so this one's called buttception a butt within a butt within a butt <laughs> oh man this guy likes butts <laughs> yeah it's all about pounding butt this one's got a heavy synopsis but i think it this has to do with the previous one because it's in, the same picture of the flying butt is in the <laughs> the cover page. The recurring character. Oh, you, oh, Alexi, you don't know the half of it. You legitimately so don't know like the a half whole, of it. There's a whole like mythos around the winged butt. Just wait for this. Oh, jeez. Here's the next book. It's called "Pounded in the Butt by My Book." Pounded in the butt by my own butt. Say that again. Pounded in the butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my own butt. Pounded in the book. By my, what? what pounded the? in the butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my own butt. Like like B U I by my book or B Y my book. <laughs> I can't tell what the he's heck? getting pounded in the. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's here. Just he's getting pounded in the butt by his book, which is pounded in the butt by my own butt. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so the previous one we talked about pounded in the butt by my own butt. He's getting pounded in the butt by that book. Got gotcha. yeah. And guess what? The winged. It's the winged butt. No. It keeps going. Oh, so he just goes even deeper. I'm really thinking that this guy isn't like he's not expecting people to take this, his books seriously. <laughs> they have to have like a comedic side to him. Okay, well, anyways, I can't find the actual title. I'll probably just look for it later. But it basically just goes on and on and on. It's like pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my own butt in the book, and like it just keeps going on and on and on and on the, for like a paragraph, and that's the title of the book. Oh, okay. well, okay, yeah, you don't have to read it out then. It I keeps guess. having a book like that previous one. Pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in my own butt by my butt. That title, he get, then gets pounded in the butt by that title of the book. And, and then he gets pounded in the, and he gets pounded in the butt by that yeah. book. So he likes his yeah. own. It just keeps going. He, he really likes he, butt pounding. How does that work, though? How do you get pounded in the butt by a book? Lexi. He got pounded in the butt by his own butt. How do you get pounded in the butt by a butt? Well, it, it, he made it clear, Matthew, that it was a clone of, hawk. A, of a hawk, and, hawk. Butt, <laughs> and butt and brain jeans. So it's a sentient butt with wings. With the dick? Does it have a front dick? Ooh. Good or just a butt? Maybe he has butt. like a tail that's a dick. 
Okay, here's the next title. <laughs> oh, I have to laugh at all of them. It's not pounded in the butt by anything, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like his memoirs or something. <laughs> and the, and the, the cover page is a guy standing there with his hands in his pocket and like a dress shirt, and next to him is a guy with a T-Rex head, but like a green man's a body of a man with like a shade of green with like a T-Rex head on top. It's funny that we're just, that's one of, that's the weird one where it's not getting pounded by anything. Yeah. I, I, What's the synopsis of that, of that? When Ken starts his day late for a very important presentation at work, he has no idea how much the small mistake will change the rest of his life. Soon enough, the handsome man is having several platonic encounters with a unicorn butt cop, oh. his Bigfoot <laughs> boss, and a shirtless dinosaur librarian. Again with the Bigfoot. <laughs> And does his Bigfoot boss die and haunt his balls? Well, here we go. Eventually, Ken finds himself on a dinner date with the muscular dinosaur, feasting on a home-cooked meal as the two enjoy each other's presence. But is their connection simply friendship or something romantic? One thing's for sure. It's definitely not sexual. And that's okay. That actually seems like a normal book. (laughs) Kind of. As normal as it can get. What's a butt unicorn? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's what you think it is. A unicorn with a butt for a head. That's what I'm thinking. Other way around. A unicorn with a, a head. With a horn. A head with a butt? <laughs> I don't really know. I'm guessing oh, okay. it's probably a butt with a unicorn horn. Uh, yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> okay, and the, the last bit. This important tale is 4,100 words of blossoming friendship and possible non-sexual romance between buds, including learning about each other, sharing a home-cooked meal, and a powerful <laughs> love that is just as important with or without sex. And butts. No, no, no butts. Oh, oh! They made it clear there's no. That'd button. be that'd be way too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, oh my god. But yeah. <laughs> this handsome man makes makes friends, and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay if you don't get pounded in the butt. Aside from his Bigfoot boss and butt unicorns, <laughs> and T Rex librarian. T Rex. What did it say? Maybe that fits. Shirtless in dinosaur librarian. librarian. There it is. Maybe that fits. I wonder where that fits in the mythos, or maybe this is non a non canon because it's all. Because it's all about friendships. <laughs> all right. I got two more. All right. So this one, it's called Nice Guy Dinosaur Doesn't Pound Me in the Butt Because I'm Not Interested and He's Not Actually Nice. He's Just Annoying and Creepy and Doesn't Respect When I Tell Him We're Not on a Date. <laughs> Is that like the sequel? <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a different a different dinosaur. It's not the librarian. Oh, it's not the librarian dinosaur. Okay. <laughs> so dinosaurs can't take a hint, apparently. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it seems like all the non-sexual ones have dinosaurs. Huh. So dinosaurs represent non-sexuality to him. Maybe because they're lizards and some lizards can reproduce asexually. Yeah, it does not go that deep. No, <laughs> I know. <laughs> also, I don't think there are any lizards that can reproduce asexually. <laughs> but here's what this book is about. One thing I noticed, all the names. If, I don't know if I've really said many names of the characters in the previous synopsis. Uh, no. Synopsi? Synopsis, I think. Synopsis. I think, <laughs> But they're always really weird names. Okay, so this says, When Montan learns that his local comic book shop is holding a tournament for one of his favorite old school video games, he desperately wants to go. Unfortunately, tickets have been sold out for a while, but when a fedora-wearing dinosaur named Pranko overhears Montan's dilemma, he offers an extra ticket. Now Montan finds himself wrapped up in a date from hell with a self <laughs> with a self-proclaimed gentleman gamer nice guy and pickup artist. <laughs> <laughs> All while making it very clear that this is not a date. 
By the end of the night, Pringle thinks he's earned enough nice guy points to demand some physical <laughs> gratification in return. But he's about to learn that nobody's ever owed sex. Not even in the Chuck Tingle book. <laughs> oh, wow. This important no-sex tale is 4,100 words of blossoming annoyance between a moron who thinks he's a nice guy and a buckaroo telling him to get lost, <laughs> including standing up for yourself and receiving support from your friends. <laughs> And a buckaroo. Oh, a buckaroo. What the fuck? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, what, was he like a... Was he like accused of something? So he had to write this book. They're like, see, I don't like... I, yeah, I, I, I'm not I just like, about getting pounded see, yeah, in the butt. See, I like it when a guy... Sa- I respect it when a guy says no. Or a girl. Actually, I don't... Is he gay? Is he, he's probably gay. Well, his book's all gay erotica, so I would assume so that he's probably he might gay. Be, or maybe he's just really good at writing gay erotica. Yeah, I think he found a, his passion Maybe in life. Found his niche. Yep, getting pounded in the butt. Yep, Prinko. <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna Prinko name? Prinko in Montana. What else are you gonna name a humanoid dinosaur? <laughs> Some dinosaur incel. Like, <laughs> why did it have to be a dinosaur? <laughs> okay, here's the last book. Oh it's boy. called "Slammed in the Butt" by Donald Trump's attempt to avoid accusations of plagiarism by removing all facts or concrete plans from his Republican National Convention speech. The first, like the synopsis, are the titles. Did you get that title? Donald, Donald, Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald. Attempt to avoid accusations of plagiarism by removing all facts or concrete plans from his Republican National Convention speech. Okay, getting pounded in the butt by slammed, slammed, slammed in the butt by this Donald Trump, Trump, who is trying to just by his attempt, by his attempt. How can attempt pound slam you in the butt? Okay, slammed in the butt by Donald Trump's attempt to avoid accusations of plagiarism oh, okay. by removing all facts okay. or concrete plans from his Republican. So his <gasps> his attempt at plagiarism is pounding him in the butt. No, his attempt to avoid accusations oh. of plagiarism by oh. removing all facts or concrete plans right. from his Republican National Convention speech. So this this idea of attempting to avoid plagiarism is pounding in the in the butt. But yeah, the idea. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Or is or is it like being pounded by, by Donald Trump, who is attempting to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you see the title, it's not a man. <laughs> oh, it's actually it's Donald Trump is a woman, or the or the idea is a woman. Oh, it's not a man. You meaning like it's like a monster or something? Oh, <laughs> it's like a so okay. So it's the speech is pounding him in the butt. Slam. Oh, whatever. Slammed in the butt. Okay, he said pounding in the butt 20 times. Okay, so here's the synopsis to this one. The Republican National Convention is off to a rocky start after Morlinda Trump's speech is found to be plagiarized word for word from the hit film Jurassic Mark. <laughs> Jurassic Mark. <laughs> now it's up to hot, so- hot sauce, hot shot speechwriter Purper Tunk to, to <laughs> Wait, what's that name? Purper Tunk. Purper Tunk. P E R P E R T U N K. Purper Tunk. Now it's up to hot shot speech writer Purper Tunk to craft a perfect speech for Donald Trump. With a slight catch, in order to avoid any accusations of plagiarism, Donald has requested that all facts, concrete plans, or rational logic be removed from the statement, leaving only a haze of vaguely patriotic fluff. Oh, this is just mocking Donald Trump. <laughs> what was your first clue? Well, I mean, I just thought he was trying to make it sound like it was Donald Trump, but he's, he's just mocking Donald Trump. Yeah. Did this come out? Because he's saying that his speeches don't have right. anything to them besides well, I mean, I mean, patriotic stuff. They kind of don't. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha, Chuck. We got you, Purper Tunk. 
<laughs> Mr. Tingle, Mr. Tingle. I, I, I feel you. Wait, when was it? Does it say the release date of the book? Uh, maybe somewhere. Probably I got to finish the synopsis. Oh, okay. Sorry. So after this, the speech is a success. But when a physically manifested version of the political rhetoric ends up at Perper's per hotel room, he's faced with the consequences of what it means to create something that looks beautiful on the outside but is completely vacant within. <laughs> All of this culminates in a hardcore gay encounter between a man and his intentionally vague, fear-mongering speech. <laughs> so that, yeah, he gets, he gets slammed in the butt by his speech, which... Who becomes sentient somehow. Yeah, and that speech didn't want any plagiarism because Malang Trump or whatever her name was Melinda more Linda more Linda <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, 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 I mean it sounds weird saying but yeah I get it <laughs> I think it, it, I understand makes, what the book's about sense. <laughs> <laughs> and all of his all of his books seem to end at least all the synopsis of his books seems to end with saying that they're about 4,000 words yeah well isn't that like a an essay length isn't that like the length of an essay I don't know. I think yeah, that's. I think it's on the shorter side for sure. I think like four thousand words. I made some reports that are four thousand words. I think I have two. I I'm not sure. I think I think it's just. I think it's longer than an essay, but shorter than a normal novel. Huh. Uh, I I've I've seen. I, I don't know. I've some. I've come across ads of like people of like editing, and they say they'll edit like you know ten thousand words for this much. Like I guess ten thousand might be like the standard for novels. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, they might be. They're probably like. Yeah, they're probably short novels, if anything. They're, yeah, they're short stories. Yeah, but yeah, there's a little taste of Chuck Tingle before we get into the rest of him. <laughs> Jesus, well, I'm ready to dive into this world. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, not so, really, but you know. <laughs> I guess we can segue back into the normal episode. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> Remember the one that was the one about the butts? Yeah, that was funny. I like that one. <laughs> Anyways. All right, and back to present time. Should we? Let's talk about this Hugo Award. Yeah. Okay. So. The Hugo Award he won. He... Well, nominated. He was nominated Sorry, for nominated. It. He... It, it wasn't really of his doing. He was kind of... Uh, I'll read from this article here. It says, uh, This battle he was just marched into is a fight by a conservative collective known as the Puppies to preserve the honor of the Hugo Awards. The annual Populist Speculative Fiction Awards chosen by members of the science fiction and fantasy community against an onslaught of inclusiveness and diversity that has invaded sci-fi fantasy writing. So for anyone who doesn't know, the Hugo Awards are basically like the Emmys for novels? For science fiction. For science fiction yeah, only. It's science fiction for only. Sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy. Right. Yeah, I so say in this award, Chuck Tingle was against George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, regardless. And uh, what year was this that he was nominated for it? Yeah, so it was in 2016. All right, so I bet you're wondering, why would anyone, let alone an erotica author who's not connected to the science fiction slash fantasy community, willingly join such a fray? In Tingle's case, he didn't volunteer for the job. He was drafted into war by the Rabid Puppies, an extremist subgroup of puppies who attempted to nominate his writing for a Hugo as a way to mock the entire awards process. This drama has gradually unfolded within the science fiction fantasy community over the past few years, during which arguments for and against diversity have grown more and more politicized. But when Tingle found himself involved, he didn't just sit quietly by. Instead, he chose the side of the progressive politics, then lobbed a grenade into the enemy camp. The sad puppies claimed the Hugo Awards had become too politicized, too focused on promulgating diversity and wide representation in fiction at the expense of quality storytelling. So pretty much they're just saying that they're more focused 
not on the story, but on who's in the stories. So this is shortly after the sad puppies formed. They found an ally in a second, even more aggressively white right wing block known as the rabbit puppies. The angry side note to their sadder brethren. The rabbit puppies were led by a noted extremist named Theodore Beale, who goes by the pen name Vox Day. Day was booted out of the professional organization Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America in 2014 after making racist public comments against Hugo Award-winning author N.K. Jemisin. In essence, the puppies are to the science fiction and fantasy communities what Gamergate is to the gaming industry. But instead of using social media harassment to counteract what they see as the pernicious influence of social justice and SFF, the puppies have chosen to use the Hugo as their platform. Through a slate voting system, the two puppies groups create lists of recommended writers and works. It functions like a list of candidates presented by a political party. The writers nominated on the puppies' slates are generally chosen because the puppies feel they represent either a strain of conservative thought or the principles of storytelling the puppies advocate for. Enter Chuck Tingle. Yeah, you said, we're saying back in the recording that most of these books are like 4,000 words, yeah. which <laughs> I don't think, which we're saying, I don't think is very long for a novel. No, it's not at all. Yeah, it's, he said uh, on his Twitter that the work of Rabid Puppies was the works of the devil. Oh, yeah, and the that, devil. Is he like and a- that if his book were to win, video game designer and anti-harassment activists would accept the award on his behalf. His story did not win. Shocking. And then it says, Tingle subsequently published Pounded in the Butt by my Hugo Award loss. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the concept. Pounded in the Butt by a concept. Yeah. Which probably jotted off in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny just the impact that his random erotica books have had. Yeah, like pe- people will just or were obsessed over it in two different sides. You got the people who ironically, ironically like the, like it in the sense that it's so funny to bring someone like this to the mainstream. Yeah. And then you have the other side of the people who just genuinely enjoy his books mm-hmm. and just find him a fascinating character. And then there's us who's somewhere in between. I'm I'm <laughs> just an onlooker. We're not in between at all. We don't. No, yeah, we're not in between. I'm just, I just I just find it kind yeah. of funny. Yeah, we're looking through this like through a through binoculars. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because he's been on. A whole bunch of podcasts. He actually has his own podcast called. I think it's called "Pounded in the Butt" by my own podcast. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> where it's. What else was it going to be called? I mean, yeah, but it's it's not really him on the podcast. It's like guest speakers that read his his writings. So okay, so, but it is his podcast. But he brings on. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, I, mean, I don't think it's him speaking. Yeah, he the, seems to be. I imagine he's a pretty secluded character. Yeah. If you ever look at pictures of him, the only thing you'll see is a picture with him with like a paper bag like mm. Shia LaBeouf and it says love is not dead I think because he really does just preach love which is I mean it makes sense when he writes book about, when he writes books about butt love <laughs> yeah. I wonder has he written a book called pounded in the butt by my own podcast or by my you know what I'm trying to get at that's what his podcast yeah about. but like pounded in the butt by my podcast by my no, no, no. pounded in the butt by my podcast pounded in the butt by my own podcast that's what I'm trying to get at there we go <laughs> there we go his, there's a whole science to his titling yeah which you would have heard from the previous ones that some of them just go on and on it's really great yeah you were saying the big one is that just pounded in the butt by my book and it's just that repeated for like 40 mm. lines and then and there's been like six or seven books are they that just continue yeah. on and on are, are they sequels of each other was did we find that out uh, i i mean i haven't read the books yeah we didn't really want to what i assume is all of his books are the same but the pounding is done by a different book each time and it's just the book that was previously written exactly. so <laughs> we were saying all his characters have these weird names like yeah i love them 
<laughs> like Darshan or Darshan or Oof. Oof. <laughs> really? Was there a character called Oof? Probably. Okay, so I wanted to show you like a little bit from his Reddit AMA because there are actually some like it gives you a good insight on what he's like in in the quote unquote real world instead of it just in his Well this I think this is still the tingle verse to him. To a degree. But uh here's a question from Reddit user North American Scum, DFA. It says, what is your favorite way to prove love is real when you're out and about on a regular day? Also, what advice do you have to people that are unwilling to accept they deserve love? And this is Tingle's response. So it says, it is very hard to be a buckaroo that does not understand their own body. And they do not understand that all bucks can be loved every single one because we are all so important. We are so special to each other. And sometimes we do not know if maybe best way is to remind them with a nice phone call just to say, hello, bud. I was thinking about you and I wanted to tell you that your way is important to me. Makes me smile when I think about you, and I'm so glad I get to tell you this. Like, okay, it, that doesn't make much sense, but it, you it, get the but, heart. <laughs> but he has a heart. Like, yeah. He's just like, you know, you are important. Yeah, you do matter, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Or, just, I, I forgot, he, call, he calls his fans buckaroos, or he just calls people as a, in general buckaroos? Yeah, he has a lot of names. Sometimes calls them puppies, sometimes calls them buckaroos, um, calls them tinglers. Like a tingler. <laughs> <laughs> tinglers, oi. I like buckaroos. Buckaroos is my favorite. I like I like buckaroos. <laughs> it's and you're and you were saying that it was his. This was his son typing the doing the MMA MMA AMA. Yeah, I believe so. Well, he said it was. Yeah, there's a whole thing. We don't know if this is actually true or not. It was probably just him. Yeah, I'm not even sure to be honest. All right, so here's here's another uh, question from his AMA. So it says, Doctor Tingle, you seem like such a positive, happy, and creative person. What would your advice be for being more like you? That was written by him. So then it's his response is best advice is not to try to be more like me, but try to be more like yourself. You are so much better than anyone else in the world at being you. <laughs> that was such a loaded question. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a nice answer. It's it like, was. don't worry about being like me. Just be a better version of yourself. That is a good answer. But it's like, it, it, it seems like that was like he said, like, does anyone else refer to him as Dr. Tingle? His fans. Oh, so that's actually, oh, okay. So never mind. So it actually is like a thing that his fans just accept that he's a doctor yeah i mean i doubt people actually look into his degree <laughs> or they just go along with the character yeah I, th- I think that's the main i thing think a lot of people realize that this guy is kind of not really a, not really a doctor it's just fun does he credit himself as dr Ch- chuck tingle no, on his books I don't, no it looks i'm pretty sure it just says chuck tingle yeah his phd in holistic massage really, that's important where the university doesn't actually offer yeah as a course what would be a holistic massage just like rub like waving your hands over him hoping like the energies align i don't know i think so did anyone on the ama ask what is holistic massage let me look it up holistic massage is a well-known treatment that not only focuses on tense muscles as a physical result of stress but it also takes into account a client's emotional and spiritual well-being but what is it it's oh, oh there's there's oh. toxins it says toxins oh, oh, oh. in crystals there's got to be crystals mm. oh, oh. natural healing oh, oh which means nothing okay, okay. we're not going to find out what it is so we don't know what it is it just does things maybe apparently. that's the whole point of it that's why he said he has a doctor in that because no one can <laughs> knows what it is so we can't dispute it <laughs> yeah it's it, it's a way to it's not it yeah i don't know man it's just a thing I for, that does things I for, I for one would like to try some whole little massage <laughs> <laughs> Back to Dr. Tingle. <laughs> Dr. Charles Tingle. Charles? He's Chuck. No, Chuck's his full name. Yeah, I know. I, I, that sounds like something you would say. Chuck is not short for Charles. It's short for a throw. <laughs> H, hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. <laughs> I swear I used to be funny. 
<laughs> Used to. I like me. <laughs> All right. So what's next? We got. Do you want to keep going with the AMA? Let's just pull it up. Okay. So he he calls his books Tinglers. Oh, so the books are Tinglers. Yeah. But that's a good name for them. Yeah. Didn't I? Wonder if he ever if everyone asked him how he got his pseudonym. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because he tingles your chuck. He, no, he tingles your butt. With maybe he called. I, I, I I'm almost certain that's actually the reason. I that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, before you so rudely interrupt me. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, yeah, the AMA was posted two years ago, and he said at the time his uh, his new tingler is called Donald Trump pounded in the butt by the handsome Russian T Rex who also <laughs> peed on his butt, and then blackmailed him with the videos of his butt getting peed on. <laughs> well. <laughs> So that's what it's called. So, he, he did the AMA to promote that book. Right. So this is the the return of Donald Trump. Is that right? Or is it a different? Is it a different character? I think it's him again. All right, but if, I, I don't. He can't say Donald Trump. So he says Donald Trump. I wonder if there's any reason for that, or if he just likes to warp names. If he just maybe he just finds it funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember there was one question in here. I, I don't know if I can actually find it, but it pretty much just said, "Hey, Doctor Tingle, would you ever release a coloring book?" Oh yeah, and then he just responds like. Sure, here it is. And he just yeah. made it and yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. He was like, sure, I'm working on it. Here it is. And then like, like it was like within like a couple hours. Yeah. He just made a coloring book. I wonder what's in that book. It's probably just Dinosaurs like, and butts. I was just say it's probably like just like line art of like just stock photos of dinosaurs or mm-hmm. people wearing dinosaur masks or something like that. Probably. Okay. And this is just confusing. This one here. It says, Dr. Tingle, I followed your recipes for both chocolate milk and spaghetti and consumed <laughs> both for dinner. I am now very sick. What do you recommend to help ease my suffering? <laughs> okay, they're just taking the piss. Then <laughs> uh, Dr. Tingle says, when I am sick from chocolate milk, I drink a little more to ease my way as a bud. But Sun John says this is not a good way. Best idea now would probably be to meditate or maybe talk to the neighborhood birds and learn their secrets. Oh my God. Just an idea. Maybe he is a schizophrenic. Yeah, I know. That sounds very schizophrenic. Yeah. There's another thing too. A bunch of his friend, uh, fans are like, they think they're AIs or they act like they're robotic AIs. Yeah. I think that's somewhat of a theme in his books about like sentience and AI and what it means. We to are all human. not human and I was I, I was wondering if he himself thinks he's like a sentient AI, but there was one question that was, you know, as a sentient AI from Nevada, how would you, f- or I want to thank you for supporting sentient AIs from Nevada or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's really what really And then he's like, well, I can't speak from that because I'm not an AI, but thanks yeah, for enjoying like, my books. He's like, I am human. Name of Chuck. Name of Chuck. <laughs> Name of Chuck. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Oh, I just, I read this one question and a person responded, but I thought it was Chuck, but it wasn't Chuck. So it says, hey, Chuck, weird question, but opinions on working overnights at gas stations? <laughs> and a person who wasn't Chuck responded and said, I once slept with a guy who worked third shift at my nearest gas station, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was Chuck. I'm like, what? I once slept with I guess that confirms if he's gay, but yeah. no. So this would be a good time and place to prove love. Maybe someone comes in looking for directions and you tell them that way and you point handsomely. Or maybe they're out of money and you say, guess what, bud? Gas is on me. Then you both cry and hug. <laughs> oh, I think he's just a hopeless romantic. He's, he does seem like a hopeless romantic. We can't find, we couldn't find anything if he has a partner or anything like that. It doesn't matter. Either way, we're not going to find. I don't think he does because he seems so de- like so wanting for, he seems like he wants friendship more than love. Yeah, but love is friendship. Well, friendship it, is love. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, there's nothing about him actually having a partner or being gay. I mean, I mean, if he, it's pretty obvious he is gay. 
But I mean, if he is like actually schizophrenic and I mean, it would be kind of, it'd be, it wouldn't be surprising if he was, you know, single. Yeah. I'd be surprised if anybody would put up with that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's really hard to put up with schizophrenics. <laughs> I've, I've actually, as I've, I've dealt with one in my work. So yeah, you've dealt with many. No one who actually diagnosed with schizoactive disorder. Oh, okay. So it's, mm, it's creepy. Yeah. What, what kind of stuff does he do? Oh, well, he talks to, he, he's like convinced people are there with him when they're not. And he has his, he has his own little like world in his head that he lives. And he's like the oh. star of this, his own life, that kind of thing. And, and uh, yeah, he, I said, he like, he thinks he's just like this total playboy when he's really not. And oh, exactly. Exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's really is just a sad disease. It, it really is. Yeah. And of course, you, no one, has, of course, you can't just tell them, hey, you, hey, you know, you're everything you believe. It doesn't exist because first of all, they wouldn't believe you. And yeah, it's very unprofessional. Okay. So the next question from the AMA says, dear Dr. Tingle, I bought myself scary stories to tingle your butt for Christmas. <laughs> I should say got. scary stories to tingle your butt. And he bought it for Christmas, not to tingle your butt for Christmas. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> scary. I thought it was scary stories to, <laughs> to tingle, tingle your, your butt, butt for Christmas. <laughs> no, he bought it for Christmas and realized I am maybe slightly attracted to Bigfoots. <laughs> My question is twofold. Is there somewhere I can find a real Bigfoot? And also, <laughs> <laughs> and also exactly how furry is a Bigfoot? <laughs> Wait, let me finish. Sorry. Exactly. How furry is a Bigfoot dick? Is it, like, <laughs> is it a little furry, like just at the base? Or is it like a shaggy doggy stomach? What is, what is his response? His response. Sometimes it is hard to meet a handsome Bigfoot. It depends on your timeline. You can look in my guide to romance for some tips. Most of all, just be yourself and understand that they can be very rugged in their trots. This is their way. Oh my God. What if the twist is that Chuck Tingle is Bigfoot? <laughs> Like, what if that was the... Tw- okay, the, ne- the literally the question... Oh, right- we're not moving. I want to talk no, about that no, for a little no, bit. No, no, just... I'm not actually reading a question. Okay. Just the question right after it says, what the hell did I stumble into? <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. I, That's we, what we thought. Feel the what, exact same way. What is this rabbit hole we've dug or found? <laughs> he, he really has a thing for Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot, dinosaurs... And butt pirates. Butt pirate. No, no, not butt pirates. Not butt pirates. That's something else. That's Just a, butt. Just pound, butt. And, p- butt pounding. He, he, yeah, he has this obsession with like disembodied butts and just weird sentient AIs, an- anthropomorphized butt dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaurs, and, and <laughs> yeah, anthropomorphized concepts of butt pounding. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't actually have to be a physical thing; it can just be the manifestation of an idea. Yeah, that pounds them in the butt. Yeah, it's scary stories to tingle your butt. That was the haunted Bigfoot balls, right? Yeah, or yeah, not? Yeah. No, a Bigfoot haunts his balls. Yeah, haunted Bigfoot. A balls. gay, gay Bigfoot. Whatever that haunts his balls. That haunts his balls. <laughs> I just, was, as I said, I just imagine him at night, Bigfoot walking up, going ooh, and then around his balls. Yeah, my walk, balls. And then walking away. <laughs> Man, I would have loved to have read one of these. Okay, here's a little context to his uh, love of dinosaurs. Oh, good. The question to him was, "How long have you been writing? At what age did you start?" So he says, "Thank you. I started writing as a young man in Home of Truth, Utah." This is where I learned that dinosaurs are real and that they are handsome bad boys. This is where I would hide stories under the floor until the big fire. Then I lived in Home of Truth by myself. Then I went to Billings, Montana and became the best author of all time. So I he discovered you, you, that dinosaurs are real. Yeah. Well, I guess Utah, That would, he was probably Mormon then. Maybe he was Mormon growing up. But in Home of Truth, Utah? That sounds like a Mormon compound, if it's even a real place. Yep, it's a real place. And it says Home of Truth is a ghost town located in San Juan County in southern Utah. Okay, so it's a ghost. So it's a okay. So it's not real. So no one really lives there. Yeah, it's a ghost town. But hey, there's a three-star hotel averaging two hundred eighteen dollars a night. 
Jesus. It says it was abandoned in 1937 and empty by 1977. Okay. Home of truth, a forgotten ghost town in Utah's desert. Maybe he was. Maybe he was born there then. If yeah, if, he, he honestly yeah, he might have been. If it was if it was abandoned, if it was emptied by yeah. 1977, and he's he could easily be in his. So it says um, the settlement was a short-lived utopian religious intentional community. Told you. We keep something upon these intentional communities. Oh, yeah. It was led by a spiritualist named Mary Ogden. That name sounds familiar. The Home of Truth started in 1933 with an initial population of 22 people, but grew to around 100 at its peak. Jeez. Was she a Mormon, does it say? I think she was like a cult leader. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be a religious cult. and Yeah, it's another one of those... Like weird sort of off sect religious yeah. things where it's like they believe in God, but they're all weird about it. So they don't really fit into any kind of, yeah, man, if he, Jesus, if he was born and raised in that kind of community, it would make sense. But yeah, <laughs> it makes a weird amount of sense. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole, there's a whole nother hole. We just stumbled upon Jesus. <laughs> yeah. while recording. Damn. <laughs> well, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. And it's so hard to, I think since we can't disprove it, we'll just go along with what he says yeah, as truth. We'll give him the if, benefit of the doubt. Unless, I mean, he does have a proclivity to lying. He says he has a PhD in holistic massage from a college or university that doesn't offer that. So he does bend the truth. That's all it takes is just one lie. And then you find, then you question everything that he says. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, as we said, we'll just, we'll just go with it if, if that is true. Cause that makes, it explains a lot, honestly, about his fondness for certain things. Yeah. And it seemed like he might've been really sheltered growing Jeez, up. I hope he wasn't like sexually abused or anything that kind of led to his obsession with butts. Maybe, That's a dark, maybe, there's a dark Maybe turn. he's the one who did it. <laughs> Uh, if he was, if it was, the place was abandoned by 1977, he couldn't have been more than a kid at the time. So who knows how old he that's, is. that's of course being said that he actually did live there. Mm -hmm. but, but I have seen like, there's pictures of him, like of a, a certain person. When I look up his picture, I don't know if it's him, but I see it. So I assume it's him and he's all in like karate gi and stuff. So he looks like he, he looks like he's about 40. So that was probably when he was quite young. Yeah. Cause well, let's say if he was. Yeah, if he was born in 77, he'd be 42 now. So it makes makes a lot of sense that he could, yeah, be if he's older than that, that he could have been a kid in that time. But that's a whole that's a whole tangent for a different day. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny how many times we kind of stumbled upon these intentional communities. Yeah, yeah, because we'll be having episodes in the future about those. Yep. Oh yes. It's well, it's they're weird, and there's a lot you can talk about them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, here's a question. It says. Hello, Dr. Tingle. Would you be willing to mud wrestle shirtless with handsome Weissman Joe for charity? Because I have messaged handsome Joe about participating in several rounds of traditional horseplay and possible trotting. So far, I have not received a response. Yeah. Who's handsome Joe? Is that a character? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Okay. Handsome Weissman Joe. Weissman Joe. Joe Biden. Probably. Unless he's a character in the Tingleverse. That we no, it's, it's Joe Biden. <laughs> it should, no, it's not Joe Biden. It should be G. Bowden or something like that. If it was in the tingle verse. <laughs> oh, there's one. Uh, the comment was deleted, but I really want to know what it says. Because what's Cause the response? His response is, first things first, please ask your partner if they would like your butt in their butt. After that, you can do this by cloning both of your butts and then putting them in a tank oh. together and see if they're attracted to each other. I have it. So the, qu the question was, how can I get pounded in the butt by my own butt? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, he's saying, how can my, my butt pound somebody else's butt? It's not by his own butt because it says they would like your butt in their butt. After that, they can do this by cloning both of your butts and then putting them in a tank together and see if they're attracted to another. Oh, how can I get my butt to pound another one's butt? How can I get my butt to breathe with another butt maybe? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> At least it's like, it's 
good spirited i guess all of his stuff there's nothing like there's nothing malicious about him yeah, that's for sure he's yeah, not he's he seems not like very harmless yeah he's incredible he seems incredibly harmless yeah no, i could imagine having a conversation with this guy yeah i'm um, no way that guy it would go all over the place first of all he probably would demand a huge sum of money to talk to for, talk to for like an hour or so and, <laughs> and he probably he wouldn't give anything coherent and we'd have to work around his schedule and yeah exactly. he'd probably his schedule quote unquote yeah he probably wouldn't even show up <laughs> all right do you want uh some more from the ama or do you want to wrap things up i think we got the idea of chuck tingle <laughs> yeah what so, do you what do you feel anything else you want to add about him no i think that's pretty much it the story of chuck tingle yeah a, a, gay, a gay niche author with a ironic and unironic following with a heart of gold and nominated for a hugo award i think that pretty much wraps things up yeah so if you enjoyed today's episode, guys, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, any of the major uh, podcast platforms. And, uh, and if you're interested in T- Chuck Tingle, you can find him on Amazon. Yeah, all of his books are on Amazon. Yep, and reasonably priced. Yeah, pretty good deal. If you want to know how to get pounded in the butt by your own butt, go on. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, keep it weird.